welcome to episode number 30 of the Golf Front Podcast. My name is Brett Bevilacqua. I'm a realtor with Carolina Property Sales in Southern Pines, North Carolina. Every Monday, I release a new episode profiling one of the over 60 fantastic golf courses located in the Sandhills of North Carolina. This is the place to live if you live to play golf. This week, we're back at Pinehurst to play number five. Just across the street from the resort clubhouse, you will find Pinehurst number five. Number five is one of the five courses that are on the main property of the Pinehurst Resort. The course opened in 1961 and was designed by Ellis Maples. If you tuned into previous episodes, you will know that Maples designed both courses at Whispering Pines, course at Whispering Woods, Quail Ridge, and the front nine at Siler City. And in my opinion, Pinehurst number five is nothing like those courses and far exceeds them. Pinehurst, in and of itself, is maintained to a different level than most courses in the Sandhills. Other facilities just can't provide the army of maintenance staff that Pinehurst provides. And at the risk of stepping on some toes, you are more likely to find a ranger controlling the pace of play at 6 p.m. on a Tuesday than any other course mentioned midday on the busiest weekend of the year. Another thing that separates Pinehurst from the rest is the condition of the course. Pinehurst doesn't rest on its laurel when it comes to maintenance. Number five was absolutely superb and a treat to play every time I have played this course. Pinehurst number five is a par 72 that plays just over 6,800 yards from the tips and a very manageable and playable 6174 from the whites. From the back, the rating is 72.6 with a slope of 132 from the white tees. It has a rating of 69.8 and slope of 126. It is a great course to get your game back on track after getting beat up on number two, number four, or number eight. The first hole on Pinehurst number five starts from an elevated tee box and bends gently to the right. There are bunkers in the left rough that most players should clear. The ideal tee shot will favor the right side of the fairway, leaving an unobstructed approach to a large and elevated right to left sloping green. Off the tee, the left side of the fairway isn't the worst place to be, but you will have to contend with a monster bunker front left of the green. Though the green is easier by Pinehurst standards, there is a slight hint of a false front for those who come up short on their approach. The second is an incredibly short par five. A long drive straight down the center of the downward sloping fairway could leave even medium length drives about 150 yards from the green. From the tee, you will see a mound complex in the right rough. Immediately behind that is a bunker. About 100 yards shy of the green on the left is a pond that is pretty well disguised until you get right on it. The second green is much smaller than the first and is sloped aggressively from back to front. I had an awful time after overshooting the green getting back to the forward pin placement. The third is a short downhill par four that bends to the left. There are two bunkers in the right rough that will make a par next to impossible. The left to right sloping green is protected by a pair of bunkers up front, as well as another false front. The par four fourth is a long dog leg left. Big hitters may want to cut the corner, but there are a pair of bunkers that will make you pay if you are short. Even if you succeed at carrying the bunkers, you still could end up in the rough. The green has a small mound up front that will keep short shots from skipping onto the green. Like the first green, the fourth is also mostly level. The fifth is a medium length par three that is surrounded by sand. Don't go long as that looks to be the worst of the four bunkers, but they are all deep. The green slopes from left to right. 
If you miss the green to the left, you will have a tough time getting up and down. The sixth is another long par four. There is a large bunker in the left rough. With that in mind, it is best to favor slightly right of center off the tee. There are a pair of bunkers in front of the green, with the one on the right being a good 20 yards shy of the putting surface. Again, another forgiving green. The par four seventh requires a straight and accurate tee shot, and if you can do that, chances for a par are pretty good. There are a pair of bunkers in the left rough, and the fairway does turn a bit to the left. The green is thin and sloped back to front. If you do get pin placement up front, it will be an easier hole. The par 4 eighth is a handful. It is a very long dogleg right. If you go too far left off the tee, there is a very good chance you'll be heading down Thunderbird Lane, a local street, to retrieve your ball. I should have mentioned this earlier, but there is OB all over Pinehurst number five, and I ran into trouble on the eighth. If you go right of the fairway off the tee, there is a good chance you'll find the bunker just beyond the small trees. A well-placed tee shot will be center, center right. Your approach will be downhill to an elevated green, if that makes any sense. Also, avoid the bunker to the right. The ninth is similar to the eighth, though a bit more extreme. Off the tee, the center of the fairway, or maybe just a touch right, is the way to go on this dogleg right par four. From there, your approach will be downhill to a large green that is flanked by a pair of bunkers. The lake as a backdrop makes this shot a little more intimidating than it really is, though if it is windy, you are out in the open. The ninth does not bring you back to the clubhouse. The 10th is a medium length par four that bends to the left at the very end. There are no bunkers, but a pond on the right does come into play just before what is another friendly putting surface. The par four 11th is straight away, not very long, but does play uphill. The green is elevated with a slight false front and the right side is hard to stick to. There is also a large bunker to the left of the green. The 12th is a medium length downhill par three. There is a pond, but you will avoid it unless you come up about 15 yards short of the front of a very large, wide, and mostly level green. The 13th was the toughest hole in the course for me. This short par five plays mostly uphill. From the tee, you will see a pair of bunkers in the fairway. Aim at them because they are unreachable. From there, most players will need to lay it up, but if you go for it, beware of the green's false front. Additionally, if the pin is up front, chances are you will three-putt this green. The par 3 14th is awfully similar to the par 3 12th. The only real difference is instead of a bunker behind the green on 12, there are bunkers front right and front left on 14. Most players should leave their driver in the bag on the par 4 15th. This extreme, nearly 90-degree dogleg right forces you to play it short off the tee. If long and left off the tee, you will find a bunker. To the right, the woods. To the left of the green is a large and deep bunker. 16 is another short, straight, uphill par five. There is a bunker to the right of the fairway that most players will be able to carry, as well as two more bunkers flanking the fairway about 50 to 75 yards shy of the large green. The 17th is a straightaway medium length par four. There are a number of bunkers on both sides of the rough to avoid. The green is slightly sloped back to front. 18 is sort of ho-hum, though there is a lot of waste area down the left side and around the green. The green does have a false front and the fairway does tighten on your approach.
Pinehurst number 5 is a wonderful course. It is well maintained and just challenging enough to be a true test of skill for about 90% of the golfing public. It is a course I never hear too much chatter about, and it has really become a members course due to all the resort guest play that Pinehurst has had since mid-2020. One other point, the practice facility at Pinehurst is second to none. Get there early and use the range or any of their practice greens. Thistledew is also worth spending some time on. It is like a mini golf course, but on real grass. Greens fees range from $100 to $130 depending on time of year, making it among the most affordable of the Pinehurst courses. If you are planning on moving here, I can walk you through all the steps to become a member, and membership is one of the best bargains in the country. For more information about golf, vacation packages, or membership, check out their website at pinehurst.com or call them at 844-330-1669. When it comes to golf front property, Pinehurst number five can't be beat. There is no shortage of condos and single family homes for just about every budget. If you are looking in Pinehurst or anywhere else in the Sandhills, give me a call or text at 845-365 3665 or send me an email to brett at hmpfilms.com and I will show you all the area has to offer. Once again, I'm Brett Bevilacqua with Carolina Property Sales. Next week, we go right next door and play what might be the most fun course I have ever played, Pinehurst number three. I hope you join me.